Chris stared out her front door as she watched Hozuk's figure disappear down the hallway. It took a full five seconds for her to register what had just happened before she threw her slippers off and ran out. Sprinting through the hallway, she pressed the button for the elevator and seeing that both were stuck on the ground floor, she whipped her head to the staircase and then back at the screen. She knew waiting for the elevator wouldn't work and neither would running down the stairs, but she headed for them anyway. Barefoot and disheveled, Chris started zooming down the stairs. She was on the eighth floor and it definitely took her more time than she'd cared to admit to get to the bottom. Once she got there, she ran her fingers through her hair to push it all back before scanning the room. Heading to the hotel entrance, she felt her breathing become coarse as she looked towards Hozyok's farm. The streetlights spread throughout the road were scarce. Chris couldn't see Hozyok's figure anywhere. She was about to take a step forward onto the path to his home, but a small stinging sensation stemming from her foot made her stop. Looking down, that's when she saw the top of her big toe painted in red. When did that happen? Sighing, she stepped back into her hotel, trudging toward the elevator again. No one was there to see her as she took her steps, feeling each one from a brick as it started building back the wall in her chest. Why did she still have those papers in her room? Why didn't she get rid of them long ago? As she stepped back into her room, she found her phone already ringing. Jumping to it, she checked the caller ID. Jungkook. Groaning in disappointment, she answered, what was she expecting? I'm so sorry, Chris. Have I caught you at a bad time? Hey, Jungkook, no, you haven't, are you? Are you calling because of Hozyok? Huh? The confusion in his voice made her shut her eyes in regret. She, didn't, she shouldn't have brought it up. No, why? Did something happen to Young? Why are you asking? Oh, no, that's okay. Why did he call? Chris, what happened to Young? Nothing. She sighed, deciding not to hide it from him. This was his best friend after all. There was a little misunderstanding and now he thinks I've betrayed him. Shaking her head, she continued. No, I did betray him. Chris? Jungkook's voice turned cold and it somehow sent endless chills down Chris' spine. What are you talking about? He might need a comfort, Jungkook. Chris felt a lump of uneasiness bubble up inside of her, unsure of how it would come out. Was she going to burst into tears or would her voice continue to tremble as it was now? I don't think he wants to see me right now. I think I'm going to need more context, Chris. What happened? Perhaps you can ask him. Console him. She realized her voice would just continue to shake, mind emptying of all thoughts. I think I need a minute to gather myself, Chris. Oh! Before hanging up, she pulled the phone back to her ear. Sorry, Jungkook, why did you call in the first place? I wanted to talk about the flower arrangements for Friday. Right. She sighed. Could you email me what you have right now? I will reply by tomorrow morning. Okay. Jungkook also seemed to have enough, and he hung up without saying goodbye. And frankly, Chris wasn't too bothered. She had reached her bedroom, and the first thing she saw was Hozuk's jacket displayed across the couch. I'm used to people letting me down, Chris. Pain was attached to his words, but he didn't care. I never bothered with them. I continued to let people do that to me, but you, Chris, I trusted you. I opened up to you. I believed you were different. And she started having all of those memories again and again. Singing into the couch, she continues to stare at his clothing, and before she knew it, tears welled in her eyes, painting themselves down her cheeks.
time skipped. The next morning came in the form of a loud phone call from reception, a worker asking Chris about the hotel's policy breaking the gym facilities. Sitting up, she scanned her surroundings, realizing she had fallen asleep at her computer, the paper scattered across the table stained with tears. Jungkook's flower arrangement suggestion spread over her monitor and a full cup of cold coffee ready to tip over the edge. Sighing, she picked up the mug and lurched herself out of her seat, walking over to her kitchen. Her phone was void of any notification. Void of any she wanted to anyway. Collecting her things, she ran her fingers through her hair a few times until she deemed it acceptable before leaving the room. Arriving at the reception, she had wanted to ask them if their previous matter had been resolved, but didn't get to it when she was told there was a young man here to see her. Chris jumped, turning to the lounge, pacing up to the couches inside. Trying her best to hide her disappointment when she recognized the back of his hair, she slid in front of him. Hey, Jimin. Chris, what happened? How could you do this to Young? I thought I... She didn't care much that her expression was fully failing her. How is he? Hurt. Betrayed. Terribly upset, but he's pretending he's fine. Jimin scoffed, and the tone of his voice made her flinch. I can't believe you would do something like this to him, Chris. Are you ready for Friday? She asked, taking a deep breath. Preparations and everything? You've got to be kidding me. A humorless laugh stumbled past his lips. You're still going to go through with it? I can't just cancel Jimin, especially with us trying to raise enough money for Hoseok's father's treatment. I knew you did not care, he sighed. So what really happened, Chris? Why are we wiping the tears, Young's shedding, while you are over here pretending you're fine as well? Jimin, Chris had started, eyes drifting past his face and over his shoulder. There lay a window through which she had a clear vision of the humble home she had begun to feel like she belonged in. But she wasn't ready. She wasn't ready to accept her past, nor was she prepared to accept what she had planned to do to Hoseok. Thinking about the boy who had marigold rippling through his hair, the boy who offered a smile to everyone with more to spare, she couldn't even fathom the idea of getting back from this. She had betrayed his trust, and he deserved none of that. And if she wasn't ready to accept it, she wasn't ready to be forgiven. Jungkook, I said I'm okay. Ozik's side voice waved it from underneath the bathroom door. And I said I didn't ask. Jungkook had replied, continuing to make breakfast for his young. Besides, I have nothing to do today anyway. Didn't you say you were arranging flowers for tomorrow's ball, Jungkook? Ozuk appeared in the kitchen, wiping his neck with a small towel. Have I told you I am so proud of you for that? By the way, it's your first time doing such a big project on your own. You have, Young, he sighed. I mean, I wouldn't have had the chance to if... Oh. Jungkook's eyes widened when he realized he had a slip of the tongue, and he scanned the room to find something to use to change the subject. Did your mom get that from the patient? Jungkook, what were you saying about Chris? It's a really nice vase, he commented again. I strained to the new addition on their dining table. John Jungkook? Hozik's tone grew up for a few octaves or lower, and he took this as his cue to head toward the door. Young, I should probably get going. Please eat. I think Jimin Young will come over in a few, so just have a look out. Jungkook, can you get back here? But before Hoseok could get anything else out of his friend, Jungkook had picked up his car keys and sprinted out the door. 
Staring at the back of it, Josep tried to shove that memory away. Much like he had been trying to push every instance he'd spent with Chris over the summer to the back of his mind. But God knew that was impossible. He had fallen in love with the woman she was, from day one. And every day he had continued to fall deeper. He had this annoying habit of continually remembering how she would twitch her nose when she smelt lavender or rose when he walked through his home, or when she would play with the hem of her shirt whenever he complimented her, folding it into different shades, and when her cheeks would burn a beautiful tint of strawberry when he would open her car door. None of those memories seemed to leave him alone. His mind transported him back to the beginning of their friendship, back when he had shared his story back to when he had decided to trust her enough to tell him about his family situation. Sighing, he started to play with the food on his plate. She wasn't wrong. Was it then she had begun this plan? Perhaps she was so sure he would want to sell his land if he'd meant he could save his father. Time skipped. Jimin had arrived around lunchtime, a bright grin plastered across his face and bags a takeaway in his hands. You guys really don't have to baby me around the clock, you know? Ozuk had said as they walked into his home. I'm okay, really. Wow, I come all the way here on my lunch break to visit my best friend and he doesn't even want me here. Shut up. Ozuk smiled at him. Sit down. Young. I'm sorry about all this. Jimin started, passing a foam coffee cup across the table. I wish I could help in some way. That's okay, Jimin. The sunshine boy continued to attempt grinning at his friend. I'm fine. No, honestly you're not. I know you're not, and that's okay. You must feel confused, sad, betrayed, and none of us can do anything to help. Not even you. That's not true. The elder boy shook his head before he paused and let Isa's eyes fall down to his fingers. You think she really just used me this whole time? Jimin's case faltered, the slight crack in Hozuk's voice making his heart raise. I, I, I don't know, Young. You know, I genuinely had let someone else into my heart again. But of course, this had to go wrong too. Young, Jimin frowned. He hated seeing his best friend this way. Have you tried calling her? Jimin, you know that would have been my first instant. He sighed. But for some reason I couldn't this time. I've never felt this way before. I'm always the first to apologize to you guys, but now I want her to be the first one to reach out. Looking back down to his hands, he added, If she cares enough to, that is. She will, Jung. She's just a bit busy right now. Busy. Hozik furrowed his eyebrows and looked at him. Busy how? But the real question running through his head was, how would you know when I don't? Huh? Huh? Flustered, Jimin's eyes flew up to him. What? You heard me. Wow. This was is so nice, is it new? Now that I know both you and Jungkook wanted to dodge this topic like the plague, you better tell me what's up. Nothing? Jimin said quickly, looking back to the bus. From a patient? Jimin? Okay, fine, he sighed. Chris is planning the ball. She's what? Tomorrow's ball. Chris is planning it. It was all her idea. From Jungkook's flower arrangements to our dinners, catering, she did it all. You're kidding. Nope. You can't tell her I told you, though you're not meant to know. So that's why she was always in your diner, he muttered under his breath. It makes sense now. 
Yeah. Jimin nodded, looking down at the table. Wait. Jose cast again, making his younger look friend looked up. Why didn't any one of you tell me, though? Why are you keeping this from me? I can't tell you. You what? I'm sorry, Young. I really wish I could, but I'm not allowed to. So you guys are keeping stuff from me, too. When Hozak met his best friend's eyes then, Jimin saw the way they had dulled into the brackest brown he had ever seen. And on instinct, Jimin's heart tightened. Young, it's not what you think, I promise. This time his eye was heavier, and it made Jimin flinch. Jimin, can I have some time to myself? I'm sorry, I just think I need the rest. Young, it's really not what you think, I'm sure you didn't mean to. It's a bit too much to handle for me right now. Everyone seems to be keeping things from me and I don't really know what I did to deserve this. First my parents, then Chris, now you guys. Yeah, I think I want to be alone, Jimin. I'm sorry. When the younger boy found his eyes, he saw now something he was hardly used to. Dusk had settled in them, sunshine no longer streaming. That view alone was enough to make Jimin hiccup. A million stories waiting to spill from his lips. But he knew his friend had asked for some space, and all they had done ever since they had heard of what had happened between Chris and him was smother him. Okay, Young. Jimin slowly lifted himself from his seat. I'm so sorry again. When Jimin had gone, Hozik was left to wallow in all that had happened in the past few days. He wasn't the type to brood. He didn't like to let his darkness every last long. But his usual coping mechanisms of driving into work, perhaps even dancing a little, weren't working. He was glued to the spot. How could they all do this to him? Time skipped. The evening went by achingly slow. However, Hoseok was able to find some motivation to tend to the flowers and fruit in their greenhouse. He thought he knew Chris, but maybe he was trying to force an idea that just wasn't there. Perhaps he wanted to make himself believe she was different, just to entertain his feelings for her. Then he thought about his friends. Why would both Jungkook and Jimin be helping with the ball behind his back? It wasn't something they would usually hide from him. He knew their friendship. He knew those boys. So why would they do that to him? Putting down the watering can, Hoseok grunted, cursing his restless heart as he'd headed back to his house. He hated that it was so difficult for him to be away from those boys even for a few hours, that he couldn't go to sleep without sorting out what had gone wrong. Grabbing his car keys, he jogged out of his car and without hesitation was en route to Jimin's house. He wasn't surprised when he walked in through the door to find all the boys sitting around the coffee table biting into their nails. Young? Jimin jumped up when he walked in. Young, I was getting worried you weren't going to come. See? Yungi's low voice spoke up. I told you he'd be here. Hi, Ozyok. Namjoon added. How are you feeling? Wow. You were all having party without me. Jungkook said, peered out from behind the bathroom door. Young? Flinging the door open, he shuffled over to his friend, arms outstretched. Ozio couldn't help but find a smile break out on his face, cheeks rising so much as to throw the tears swelling in his eyes overboard. Young, that was way too long. We didn't think you were coming back. Idiot. He kissed the top of Jungkook's head. I will always come back. Young, we are so sorry we did this to you. We truly didn't mean to hurt you. I know. Ozuk let out a small laugh. I'm sorry for overreacting, it's just that we know. Jungkook whispered into his shoulder. You've been left in the dark for too many things and it's not fair that we did this to you too. I don't know if this will make it any better, but we promise there was a reason behind it all. 
Okay, will you tell me the reason? You see, it was meant to be a surprise. But all of them know as well. Ozek pointed his chin at the other sitting at the couch. Jimin and Jungkook nodded wearily. Flopping onto the sofa, Ozek sulked a little, staking out his bottom lip. Can you please tell me? I mean, it isn't really our surprise to tell, is it? Samjun replied. So Ozek turned to the younger boys. Can you tell me? Or else I'm going to take you underwear and fight from the flag staff like we did in elementary school. Young, don't tell him. Yungi muttered under his breath, Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Fine. Jimin sat on the table in front of Ozyok, so you know that you needed a lot of extra money to go through with your father's treatment. Ozyok nodded. The past few days, he wouldn't let himself forget it, because if he didn't need the money, perhaps Chris wouldn't have approached him. Maybe if he wasn't that desperate, she wouldn't have led him on. Chris had this idea. Ah, uh, there it was. As soon as he heard Jimin say this, his eyes shut on instinct. No, wait, it's not what you think. Jankook rushed to continue. She wanted to turn a ball into a fundraiser for your father. Ozuk's eyes shut open. What? Yeah, she thought to raise money for him that way instead, and I'm telling you, we have raised more than enough from the ticket sales already. Wait, are you serious? Suddenly, words started to fade away, everyone somehow taking a rock off his chest. Jimin nodded. Which is why I didn't completely understand what you told us about her. About how she wanted to buy your land off you. It just didn't make sense to me. But we didn't question it. We don't know her as well as you do. His heart was beating again. He could smile without his heart aching again. Maybe he was too quick to jump back to trusting Chris. But he was going to go back to allowing himself to feel free again. He was going to let himself love unapologetically too. But that was really all he knew.